The current spoiler warning level is, Sunset. Friends and folks, for this episode, you look at a spoiler warning level of Sunset. We're going to start out by talking about a machine from Turn A Gundam, and we talk about that for quite a while. But then we move on to talking about a variant that's somewhat well-known from Gundam Build Divers Re-Rise. Uh, that part of the conversation is sort of spoiler light, though it is a, a fairly major machine from uh, Re-Rise. And then we have another spoiler warning as we start going like deeply Re-Rise spoilery and also Divers 1 spoilery. Uh, at that point, seriously, please tap out if you haven't seen those shows. But whatever you do, please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to another episode of Mechanista NG, where I am giving P Bandai a little bit of the side eye. I'm Six Detmar from Scanline Media. And I'm Dylan. Okay, why is that? I'm curious. When was the last time P Bandai put up anything worth a single damn? Uh. Hold on. It's been a few months. Uh, n- no. No, it hasn't been a few months because there's. Hold on, hold on. I'm logging into my premium Bandai account. I know I have things that... Well, here's the problem is, now that you say that, that might actually be true because I always forget that, like, oh yeah, I ordered this four months ago or five months ago. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, the most recent thing I have pre-ordered... I did pre-order that uh, the Lotus Stray, and that was January 20th. Uh, okay, that's... You know what? You know what? You're right. You're right. Uh... There was some. There was a little bit of stuff in like mid January. And then there was I, uh, the um, the Code Fairy stuff in December. That's actually pretty much it. Uh, everything else was before that, actually. Yeah, because the Hyakushiki crash and the Kubelay damned are November. Um, yeah, you know what? You're right. Shit, it has been a little while before they've had. It's been. It's been, it's been a bit of a wasteland. They. I noticed this especially because they're doing this stuff where they're like, "Hey, like, free shipping for President's Day, free shipping for this this con." And it's like, dog, there's nothing anyone fucking wants. <laughs> free shipping for what? Well, uh, look. Looking. Respectfully. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, <sighs> I have nothing. That's you know that's you don't you don't have to have you know Dylan you don't have to have all the answers. All you have to have is is the patience and the attitude to roll some dice with me and I mean, then talk for a while. I mean, well, you roll the dice. I just that... well, but it's it's a it's a you know listen. There's a there's a little bit you know I I I you know I kiss the die. There's a little bit of Dylan in there. I don't do that. That's weird. Wait, what? Yeah, hold on. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm just going to roll a die here. Um, okay. Oh, God, this is so out of date. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know what? Here, no, here. No, it's not. This isn't This isn't you. This is like stuff where like we've rolled it on other lists and then I didn't. Oh, and then retroactively. Where I'm, where I'm okay, like, but I am game. actually we've going to, even though I normally don't, I'm actually going to just open the sheet. Because if I have the sheet open, the problem is I just don't think about editing it. <laughs> but if I think That's about funny. it, it'll just be like if I have it open, I'll just mess with it whenever. 
We're actually, wow, we're actually down to a point where there is only one early UC list. It's not a two-halfer anymore. Powerful. Uh, what What if we cover everything, Dylan? What if the show ends? No, okay, hold on, hold on. We will never cover everything. <laughs> I will figure out ways to get us to cover things. I will start putting, like, like we'll, we'll have to start putting origin stuff is the problem. <laughs> That's not a problem. Uh, They're mechanically uh, fun. They are mechanically fun. Anyway, we'll roll a die here. Let's see. One, two, three. Oh, we're doing correct century again. That's fun. Okay. That's fine. And then we are doing with incorrect century... The Wadham. Oh, okay. A.K.A. the Scarecrow. A.K.A. the Walking Dome. Uh, A.K.A. Big Papa Pump. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, hmm, I'm who trying is, to... Dylan, who is Big Papa Pump? Do uh, you know this one? Scott Steiner. I only know that because of the bad math. <laughs> I know that because of the bad math video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I, I know I know fuck all about wrestling, but that I do know. My only wrestling That's experience is I played original game. SmackDown versus Raw on the PS2, and I thought that was a very fun game because I like the character creator in it. I think there are other wrestling experiences that are worth having, but overall I cannot endorse <laughs> being a wrestling fan. Look, I experience it on Twitter every now and then, and every person I know that loves wrestling is always like, this shit sucks this week. <laughs> Yeah, seems to be basically yeah. the thing. So, I, I, think... I mean, hey, you know, listen, I, everything I hear, I, I haven't, I haven't made the jump yet. I really should. I'm just not. For the record, when I say make the jump, I'm just not watching wrestling right now. I'm not stupid enough to keep watching WWE. I hear AEW is doing a lot better, and people are pretty happy. I'll take your word for it. The JMA zero five three zero model U Wadom uh is a it describes it as a mobile suit this feels like a mobile armor to me but whatever it's a mobile suit from turn a gundam uh this it's kind of the it's kind of the psycho gundam problem yeah this thing is huge by the way it is 40 meters tall and it is a it is a mobile suit that uh, according to the wiki is made for anti-ship warfare which only makes its use in the show even funnier in a way because it's not like, you know, people on Earth are deploying ships to be used against Diana Counter. Uh, and instead, what this ends up doing is basically leveling cities and whatnot, because... So, looking at the design, we have a... Uh, also, this is a this is originally a Sidmead design, um, Though it was later cleaned up by, I'm spacing on the name of the guy who always cleans up uh, so the turning when, stuff. This is a question I've ha I've had. When they say clean up, what exactly does that entail? Well, you see the main line art that's for animation there. Yes, that is not drawn by Sidney Mead. I think is the sure. thing that is Atsushi right. Shigeta. But are they just redrawing it in like a slightly more like? animation friendly style yes like idea? like also if you look at like the black and white line art on the page as well that's not sid mead line art mm -hmm. so the and mm -hmm. that's all like the animation reference stuff so the the cleanup is when, whenever you see cleanup on a design it means they didn't make like the 
base design, but they made it so, yes, it was just more animatable, more something that they could use. Like, because if you look at the Sid Mead illustrations, well, he did do some really good illustrations. I mean, it's not like he, I don't think he, like, really drew, like, the functions of the mobile suit, like, a lot of the missile launchers and stuff. Mm. I think that, like, he just kind of, like, left those, like, like ports and whatnot for the imagination. I see. So they draw the so they draw like the the base design, and then cleanup is like okay. Let me like make a few of the details like easier to animate, and let me sort of draw examples of what various functions look like. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, that makes uh-huh. sense. Uh, and it doesn't come up super often, especially because later on, cleanup artists don't really get talked about. Like there are later Gundam shows where we know that the show like reference art is not actually by the the artist. Because it is clearly like a slightly different style, like you, because they you, we have access to it, um, mm-hmm. and whenever we see stuff like that, we usually don't talk about the cleanup on that. Um, I think the I I don't know why it's just turn A is one of the ones where we actually know who did the cleanup for uh, Sid Mead's designs generally. Hmm. Okay. Um. But yeah. Anyway. Uh. So starting with the uh, head. Uh. The the head is a. I mean, it's a big dome. <laughs> uh. So there's like a big dome uh, on the top uh, with a lot of little ports all over it, um, which are used. I believe these are just all missile launchers. Yeah, small missile launchers. Um, and then uh, there's also anti-air Vulcans that are built into the head as well. Uh, they're a little hard to see in the mainline art because the the colors, you know, it's very very dark. It's like a dark mm-hmm. brown, but in the art that is on the website, on like the wiki, if you're looking at that, it's basically black. So yeah, I think I think you, there's going to be a lot of benefit in scrolling down and looking at the picture gallery because there's a bunch of, uh, of, you know, more the detailed line art and stuff is yeah. is good for reference because of those darker colors. Yeah. Um. Uh, and on the lower half of the dome head, though, you've got. In the center, you have, like, a little eye, um, which is, it, it's just, it's a weird-looking eye, right? Like, it, we do mm-hmm. know it is a camera eye, but it doesn't, it, it, it looks weird. It, looks, it looks like radome with a lens over it, almost. Yeah. It, it, to me, it always looks like, like, if you had, like, a science fiction door you needed to open, too, like, you would rotate it to the left 90 degrees, because it's got the little, like, line going through the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 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 a little strange looking uh, for like a mono eye, but it's cool. Um, and then to the left and right of the mono eye, uh, these are weird. Uh, these are apparently where uh, the large missiles are stored. It's just these giant tubes that are loaded on the side of the head. Mm-hmm. Um, y- you've got a little bit of like detail on the back. Uh, like a little bit of a blockier area that's on the back of the head, whereas the front is just more circular, domey. Um, just breaks up the shape a bit. Uh, also, as uh, while there aren't like really variants that we can talk about within turn A, um, there is a version of this that has an extra generator attached to the back of the head. It is just like you can see the little block on the back of the head, and the extra generator is just slapped on top of that, like very. It feels very haphazard, mm-hmm. um, which it is in the show when we see it too. Um, but it can mount an extra generator if necessary, uh, in order to uh, basically make it so its primary weapon, which is a 
anti-ship beam cannon that is located you, you can't really see it in the line art it is located above the eye there's like a little hatch that folds down and fires the beam cannon uh which is located like in the middle of the dome um but uh it's just so that can fire longer and harder uh so then you have the the body <laughs> okay and again i talk weird about this just because this is a strangely shaped friend i guess it is still I, I guess it is still pretty humanoid overall and looking at the body actually the body is interesting because when you look at like the line art and sketches of it it almost looks kind of like the um it almost looks kind of like a sumo chest or something right yeah yeah it actually looks like a normal mobile suit chest there it just has this gigantic head slapped on top of it uh but not not like a lot of description on the chest uh the cockpit hatch is located in the middle of the chest um and that's basically it <laughs> um there's like it, it's a very clean chest overall there's not like vents or anything like drawn on it like in excessive detail there's not like the the the, the only thing i would say is uh, because this is, doesn't have a backpack, it's just integrated into the torso. You do have thrust, like clear thrust, uh, thrusters on the back. Mm -hmm. uh, that uh, you have this like little pointed uh, jet area in the middle, and then that's surrounded by thrusters on either side. So, um, but otherwise, pretty nondescript torso. Um, the arms are fun because it has. It has these, like, really oddly angled arms, um, which I, I believe are part of why this is called the Scarecrow, because the, because of the shape of this machine, they have to come out, and they are, they're never, like, down the way you expect a mobile suit's arms to be, because it can't really do that. Like, it can't put them at the sides easily. Um, they always have yeah, to be out in of... an angle, because of the way, the, how wide the legs are. It always makes me think of a Jiangxi. You know? Yeah, I could see that because yeah, they're usually <laughs> popped like a little forward. Um, Though these things are definitely too heavy to fucking hop. <laughs> yeah, no, these are not gonna hop. Um, yeah, it's it's just it's a really weird design quirk because the legs are like like where the legs jut out are wider than where the shoulders connect to the to the, the torso. So like the arms have to either be like forward at an angle or they have to just be out on their uh, like at the sides. Um, not a lot of like to talk about with the arms either because they are just standard mobile suit arms put onto this thing i mean they're big right you've got like just like a standard upper arm um you do have like a ball shaped uh joint for the middle of the arm uh for the wrist area uh n there's no built-in functions or anything is the thing they're just arms uh the hands are big and they do have I don't know what the, if they are meant to be this, but I always read them as like brass knuckles, basically, because mm -hmm. it does have these little bars like over the the hands. But um, yeah, nothing too special about the arms. They do have a lot of this. So and we'll talk about it excessively with the legs, but the metal on this machine is really weird mm -hmm. because it it almost feels like it's like stretched or something. Like there's like. There, there's deformation in the metal that is intentional deformation that you only really, like, can notice in, like, the line art and such. Or, like, you know, obviously in the show it's a bit noticeable in certain shots. Um, sometimes the show just makes it clean, but, like, the legs especially, we'll talk about it. Um, it's, it's a weird look. For the waist, uh, you have a pretty normal waist unit. Um, it does have a ball that connects the torso to the waist, so it does have, like, a joint there. Um... The waist itself is just like 
basically just like a little small waist for connecting the legs into, right? Like it's just like a little ball <laughs> itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does have a tail, uh, and I do like the like weird little tail unit it has. Um, pres- I'm presuming that's just for balance. Um, the legs, so the legs come out really wide. Uh, the upper, the the thighs connect via like a giant ball joint. It feels very. This actually feels very ripe for Gunpla, which makes me sad that there's not Gunpla of this specific unit. Uh, I mm. know it would be huge, but I want a scale. <laughs> I want a one one forty fourth scale one. They did the Psycho Gundam. They can do this. I guess. Yeah. Plus, this is, is this thinner. bigger than the Psycho Gundam? No, it's not bigger than the Psycho Gundam. Yeah. Um. So the legs. Now this is where we get weird. So the upper thighs. You've got this like kind of like. The 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 legs come together like towards the front, right? Like you've got this like clear like middle section like ridge, um, pointy at the top. Uh, you've got a little ball joint uh for the knee. You have a big metal knee piece that is just kind of like it, it's it's got a weird shape to it. Like you've got a pointy mm-hmm. knee, and then like it ends in two pointy halves for the ankle armor, and then the foot just kind of sits in that. Um. And then the foot, you've got this giant toe, a big heel, and then on either side of the foot, you've got these, like, weird little, like... Braces, I guess? Yeah, they're weird looking. They're like these, like... like They're like pills that end in a big circle. <laughs> like, that's what they remind me of, is like a pill shape, right? Like a cylindrical, mm-hmm. or rounded cylinder. Uh, and then there's just, like, a ball at, end of, at the end of either of them, and those are plugged into the sides of the foot. And so when I say, like, the stretched metal, you can really notice that with the legs, right? Like, they almost look like folded tinfoil or something. Well, that's exactly what I was thinking about is I wonder if it's supposed to be a reference to, like, the to the Lunar Lander module, the Apollo Lander. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you look at, like, I mean, it's a, it's a little different of a pattern, but if you look at the Apollo uh, lander module, which I'm going to send you a picture of right now, just for, just to have it in your, your yeah. mind here, it's got this, like, loose gold-colored foil. Oh, yeah. The... Yeah. Did that send? Yeah, that sent. Okay, weird. On my screen, it didn't. Yep. Um, but I can see the like gold this... foil. It's around the legs, and it's through the center of the body and stuff. Mm-hmm. And obviously this isn't gold, but that's the only other like mechanical design I can think of that has this kind of like like loosely stretched like material over mm-hmm. it. And actually thinking on it too, that would be is that for hmm, what is that foil used for? I'm curious. I'm trying to figure that out and I cannot tell. <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome back to the Wadam Potum. Uh we had some we had some technical difficulties on Discord's end that I accept zero responsibility for. Yeah, no, that um, that was uh that was rude. I mean if you were on Twitter yesterday, you may have noticed an uptick of people you follow all going, Hey, why the fuck did I get kicked off Discord or other such things? So mm-hmm. you know. That was out of our hands. There are a lot of problems you can blame us for, but just not that one. Uh, so we left off on the legs. We did. We were we were talking about the legs. We were talking about the foil, and I I believe this was the point where I was looking at the Apollo lunar module. Yep. Um, and I made the discovery that uh, the gold foil all over the uh, lunar module are uh, Captain 
uh, foil blankets captain is a like a polymide uh, film that they mm-hmm. use often on on satellites and space instruments um and so I think what's going on there is that the Wadham has this foil all over the legs to for I believe it's thermal insulation yes thermal insulation for like again I would guess like doing stuff on cold parts of the moon aka or everywhere on the moon where there aren't cities <laughs> or hot because here's the thing no atmosphere direct sunlight that's true that's true uh, uh, just something I think about sometimes <laughs> Moon is a scary place. I mean, I think the temperature on the moon is is just universally pretty cold, is right? It? Let me see. Moon temperature range. Uh, oh no. Okay. Ha. You're right about that one. Yeah, because wow. here's the thing. There's nothing to stop the sunlight from just impacting the surface. <laughs> so yeah, up to 127 degrees Celsius, 260 degrees Fahrenheit on some areas. Um, and then it drops down to minus. 280 Fahrenheit minus 173 Celsius. Welcome to having no atmosphere and no medium for anything to disperse from. It's, uh... Wow, I really underestimated that one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I Look, I think about... Look, I, as a Gundam fan, I think about space a lot, and my brain's always thinking about random things like heat generation within space or direct sunlight or how many terrible ways you could die on a space station because of a minor thing happening. Anyway... That is my own yeah. paranoia. See, my my problem is like I am I I don't I'm not a genius or anything, but I am a decently smart person, except for the few areas where I'm a, either a child or an idiot, right? And this is one of those child areas where I was like, I mean, people only get hot because they put blankets. <laughs> no, 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 no. Sunlight, sun hot, sun very hot, rays from sun hot. Clouds are just a blanket for the planet. They make the planet hot anyway all right so yeah the the legs almost look like they have that foil look and i'm betting that was intentional on sid mead's part honestly Mm -hmm. um the other thing i was wondering though so it could be used on the moon but the other thing i was wondering is if when he was told that these are invasion forces from diana counter if he was thinking oh maybe they get dropped in from space so they would be dropped in legs down and then that would be so it like can uh you know disperse heat from atmospheric reentry. Uh though I'm also just liking to imagine that because I like thinking about the 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 oh uh, just a bunch of wadoms falling to earth. Well, and that does I don't know that that makes sense because you wouldn't like you don't want a lot of surface area for the sake of like I mean you'd want it to slow descent generally but you don't want a lot of surface area when you are worried about gaining heat. Yeah, heat that's well that's the thing, right? Is heat, but. The the more area you have, the more friction you have, so more heat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like this should have a re-entry mode where the legs kind of fold into a point. It doesn't, but that'd be cool. I, I feel like you'd want to go dome first on this, because like, like, that's the, that's the yeah. problem of that's the problem of reentry is like you you still want some surface area because you don't want to slam into if, the ground. Yeah, at if you're just a velocity. needle, uh, <laughs> you you have not launched a mobile suit. You have launched a missile, <laughs> a very expensive missile. Oh yeah, oh, might yeah. be able to launch a beam off before it crashes. <laughs> I just imagine this. Hey, like... wait! We just talked about the Apsaurus. That's what that is. No. <laughs> uh, anyway, 
I'm just imagining like like you're watching you're you're the militia, right? And it's it's the invasion, right? And you just see this shooting star that quickly shoots a ray of light, just destroys a city before crashing into a mountain. You're like, the fuck God. was that about? <laughs> uh, but yeah. Either way, it's a really cool look, and I love like that folded, like that kind of like crinkled metal look that's going mm-hmm. on. Um, something that like I don't think you could really easily replicate on like a model or anything, unfortunately. Well, and also uh, one of the things that's frustrating is some of the some of the like art and stuff. Like if you look at like SD generation art, they're like, oh no, it just has these little has little indentations on there. I was like, that's fucking foil. Come on, they have to do the panel lining. I mean, it's the only I think. Yes, but also it's the only, like, easy way to really do that, I think, is the problem. I, I guess. It would be guess. hard to do a reflective, like, tinfoil-y thing on a 3D model, I think. Well, it's an it SD. Good. No one expects it to actually be reflective. It's fine. Fair enough. Um, But yeah. Uh, Alright, so... um. I, I guess we already covered all the weapons on it, right? Like, yeah, it has the beam Pretty cannon, much. and it has. I don't the think missiles. we mentioned. I don't think we mentioned the Vulcans, but oh, it, do, it does have anti-air Vulcans. Yeah, next to the missile launchers on the head. Uh, mm-hmm. They're they are interesting Vulcans because when you look at like the open head with like them sticking out, I, I they're like a weird. I they have a weird design. I like them, like uh, here. The AA, uh, the AA Vulcans on this thing, though, kind of, like, they they feel like an actual, like, AA gun to me in a weird way, just because mm. of, like, the way that they're angled. Mm-hmm. They're... And, it's a, and it's, like, a it's like an array of them. It's not, like, you know, yeah, you're, you're it, used to, like, one or two, and this is, like, six. Yeah, it's weird. Like, like it's like a Vulcan, but, like, if... In the middle, like, you know, the little thing between all the barrels, instead of the little circle in the middle of all the barrels, you had this giant circle, and then the barrels were just spread around that. Um, yeah, the circle probably being, I would guess, being, like, a little bit of a ray dome, so you can track targets. Mm. Ah, uh, that's cool, though. Um, But yeah, uh, just looking through, and it's like, I'm trying to think. Talked about the beam cannon in the head. We've talked about now the small armaments on it. Uh, oh, we do have more pictures. Oh, hold on. The way that these deploy is actually really cool. Uh, they start folded down, and then they, when it pops up, they then swing up. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I, I love that little mechanism. What a complex mechanism for such a small and probably not all that great weapon. Well, when you're fighting against people who have World War One biplanes, it probably works pretty damn well. That's true. Then we have the uh, the close-ups of like the missiles. So the small missiles are like these like weird little pointed ones, and then the large missiles are just basically like warheads, like just big warheads at the end of uh, some fins mm-hmm. uh, in a rocket. It's pretty good. Um, I like the small missiles; they look cool. Uh, yeah. Of course, this does have a uh, nano skin armor. Um, yep. like the, everything from the, the moon. Yeah, nano machines that 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 repair just the surface whenever there's damage. Apparently, since they have intelligence, they should probably unionize. That'd be a um, great episode. I will say, there's actually a really cool sketch of like the way the nano skin works here, where like you can see like there was originally a single shot there, and then it kind of like disperses it into a bunch of small holes, like it like spreads out 
and then it just huh. kind of and then you can see the bullet popping out actually at the very end of that i love that <laughs> it's cute it's just like um we also have a sketch here on this page with the uh the wadom being used to hold the flags as well as the tent up for the uh speech <laughs> I love the way it's holding its arms out. It's just T-posing. It's great. <laughs> so funny. Um. Finally, we also have the... um. I don't even remember when we see these. Uh, if it's on the moon or something. The Wadom turrets. Which it, where it's just... They put the head of a Wadom on like a turret base. Mm-hmm. Complete with... Because it doesn't, like, I, I assume, no, it should still have the cockpit because the torso is there. But if you look below it, there's actually a bunker. And I love that. Like, yeah. just like a, a, like a World War, like, two-style, like, bunk, like you know, concrete bunker. Mm-hmm. Obviously not concrete. This is being used by the moon race, so it's probably, like, steel or something. but Or lunar titanium. But, um, yeah. All right. I think, technical difficulties aside, that that covers pretty much everything about the standard Wadom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do have some I... variants to talk about, though those are going to be in a spoiler section. Yeah, it does mention here the Rainer Shoma. I don't even remember. The... Is I'm... it just in tricolor, like the rest of Rainer stuff? I'm guessing it's in tricolor. That or it's... Oh, yep. I Here it yeah. is. Uh... It's it's in like the yeah red blue and white. Okay. I guess not okay. tricolor because I don't. No, there is yellow on the hands yeah. there. So. Yeah, it's it's it comes up in other material. It has a different color scheme. Anyway, time for a spoiler warning. And after this, we're going to talk about a fairly well known variant from uh, Build Divers Rerise. Um, so use your best judgment as to whether or not you want to keep listening for that. Um, so, uh, our next thing is the JMA 0530 May Wadom Pod, used by May from Gundam Build Divers Rerise. Um, an anime that I actually like, which is really funny considering I hated original Build Divers, but anyway. Uh, yeah, the Wadom Pod. they were like, what if the AI girl in this one had a sick mobile suit? Mm Mm-hmm. And piloted it like a gamer. We'll talk about it. Um, so yeah, uh, those who, a lot of people do know about the Wadom pod here too, because, uh, obviously people wanted Wadom models and they, they never did an original one. The Wadom pod is intentionally smaller. Um, it's interesting too, because it has some, like, it's not just like the original Wadom, but smaller. There are like design changes and proportion changes, uh, which I think are neat. I still think this is a great design is the thing. You can't make a bad Wadom. Um, mm-hmm. so, you've got a Wadom head on this, uh, however, instead of having the, uh, standard, like, it still has the missile launchers built in, but it, it's changed the design of them. They now have, like, a little shield on either side, and there's just, like, one launcher. Um. It's weird, it says it's still a triple missile launcher. Oh, wait, sorry, I forgot, it's a triple missile launcher on one side, and it's the beam cannon on the other, that's what it is. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, okay. the left side's the be- uh, the missile launcher, the right side's the beam cannon. That's why it only has one barrel in the... <laughs> Unfortunately, looking quickly at the art uh, threw me off because, well, the art, you only can see one side. Um, though if you look in the lower pictures uh, in the gallery, you can actually see. 
Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so uh, the, it has the triple missile pod uh, with... It, it mentions that apparently uh, each... Uh, of the like holes the barrels that they're in is uh, a different caliber and can be loaded with special warheads they all look the same to me but i'll go mm-hmm. with that whatever the wiki says well um, it's also interesting because they're uh drawn inconsistently you will see the two pictures they have on the on the gallery where you can see them one they are barrels one they are tubes with ends yeah that's you know what it is it's probably different missiles used in different episodes that do the different things I guess that's fair. I guess that's fair. Um, Fine. Is what I'm imagining. That's probably why it mentions the special warheads there. Um, But yeah, it does have a large beam cannon on the right side. So instead of having it built into the head, it is instead, like, just on the side there. Um, The head itself, still the the similar design. It is smaller. It doesn't have as many of, like, the little things on top of the head either. Uh, You've only Mm. got, like, three little circular details, and they don't open up into Vulcans or anything. Though there is a reason for this we will talk about. Um, you do still have, like, a little, like, seat-looking area on the back of the head, though, uh, it, it's, it's pretty similar to the design of the original, uh, like, the weird little thing on the back of the head, though, this one has, uh, smaller fins on the side instead of having the really wide ones, uh, that go, like, all the way, they're just, like, little wing, mm-hmm. tiny wings. Um, torso, similar design to the Wadoms, obviously, again, smaller, you still have the arms connected via the huge spherical shoulders the arms are a little bit smaller as well though the proportions on this this is almost what i would expect like an sd wadom to look like it's not but this almost feels like that right because they just Mm -hmm. redid everything like on it in such a way um it still has the arms going forward like a zhang shi though which i think is great um because the legs still when you hit the waist there the legs still are you know wide and they come out like further out than the arms do um we need more uh mobile suits with a thorax yeah this one also has a big tail and um it's it's more noticeable on this because of this design being smaller that it just has like a big yeah like a big like abdomen uh going on uh i like the tail a lot like the weird little tail thruster unit Mm -hmm. um for the legs uh the legs are they do the thing that you said was the coward's thing but Probably, again, for consistency in animation, too. Uh, modern animation, I should say. Uh, you have legs that are similar in design to the Wadom's legs, a little bit smaller, and instead of looking like the crinkled foil, it's got just the, you know, vents and panel lining. Well, and they're going for, like, I mean, even if you look at, the like, the actual feet, not just the, like, the upper part of the ankle there, it's, like, a completely different thing. So yeah, like, that right, is I true. I guess I forgive you. I forgive you. The heel... The heel is, like, its own design. Like, it now has, like, a different kind of high heel than the original, and the feet are a little thinner. Um, also, I really like the colors of this. I was about to mention, yeah, the thing about the colors on this is you still have, like, the black and white color scheme, but instead of having red as a detail color, you have, like, this, like, nice tealish, like, green mm-hmm. teal color. Um, Along with the eye actually having a bit more color detail going on, because it has, like, a dark blue, and then the lens in the back is, like, a light blue. And then it's also kind of clear from the colors that the, the I mean, it still does look black effectively, but it's also like clearly like a, a very deep navy. Yeah, like so. a more of a navy blue. Um, That's really good. Yeah, 
this this thing rules. Um, so uh, I mentioned the two primary equipments that are built onto it. Uh, it does at one point replace the large cannon with a harpoon during an aquatic mission, and also it can generate like basically it, it just calls it a barrier. But given that this is based on a turn A thing, I will call it an eye field uh, around itself. Well, mm-hmm. I guess maybe it defends against non-beam attacks with it sometimes. So I guess maybe not an eye field, but you know, it it, it can generate a barrier, which is cool. Um. And yeah, this is just a really fun design. Uh, I love all the designs in Build Divers Rerise. If you're here, you're already in the spoiler section, so I'm just going to mention it. Everyone uses a weird design in that show. Like, instead of... I, Like, someone, um, you know, someone taking, like, the Justice Gundam and then removing all the weapons from it just to make it more knightly, or a person using... Uh, 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 first of all, a boy using an SD Gundam. Uh, which is nice because usually it's only girls that are allowed to use SDs in the build shows. A boy mm-hmm. using the SD Gundam, and not only is it an SD Gundam, it's a fucking uh, Gunlander-based one. The the third forgotten, like, you know, sort of Highlander series of, of SD Gundam shorts where they all have, like, this, like, kind of, like, you know, Scottish kind of vibe going on, like, weird mm-hmm. horned heads and stuff. Uh, the, everything, and then, of course, you have May using the Wadom, which fucking rules. <laughs> I also want to shout out, this is extremely non-canon, this is fan art, it's fine, um, but someone has drawn here a, uh, Wadom pod with custom swords that I think looks cool. That's pretty good. Um. I don't know how it's going to use them, its arms are so short, and they has are very short range of motion, but. <laughs> now, uh, yeah, so the Wadom pod used really well in the show i think um does have a minor upgrade there is the wad on pod plus uh this is basically just adding some armor parts to the wad on pod um for they're not the greatest but i like the ultimate gimmick that they're used for is the thing (laughs) but um, combiner yeah we'll we'll talk about that on its own yeah we will at some point but Mm -hmm. these are basically you will notice on the back of the head on the generator, they add what looks like a giant skirt piece. And then on the legs, some giant, le- like some big leg armor. Um, and like, it's very like, you know, slapped on in this. But again, like the final result of what they're used for, I think is personally really fun because of how silly it is. Um, it, it's fine. I wish, I wish at its effects to the bottom pot itself were more interesting. That's fair. Um, just adding like the very obvious, like f- skirt to the head. And then, like, the little minor leg armor isn't, like, the best. It would have been cool if it had, like, a slight armament change or something, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, when I said this is piloted like a gamer, we specifically see this with the Watt on Pod Plus, though. I'm assuming the Watt on Pod original is controlled like this, too, because it's more fun for me that way. The head is a cockpit. Which is where we're going to go, hey, listen... Sometimes people, like, I, I myself, if I was listening to this, I would be like, eh, it's a spoiler warning, but it's not a big deal. It's just a Build Fighters thing, whatever. We're going to get real spoilery yes. here. And after this point, we're going to be talking about uh, some stuff that is Divers and Divers Rerise, and both are quite spoilery. So, you know, please be careful. So, the head is a cockpit, and May pilots from in there, like all the characters do, because they technically all pilot, but there's a little bit different with hers. Um, 
this will segue into the uh, the the next unit we're going to talk about. But first, I'm going to just bring up this little cockpit has a video game controller in it because May is a gamer, and it is piloted by her mobile doll form rather than by a pilot because May is an AI. She is an L diver, uh, which if you you know you presumably you've seen it or you just don't care right now, so I'll explain it. Um, you've gotten to this point in the video uh the l divers are ai that are alive that are like you know sentient uh that appear within the game uh that the first series introduces in a really bad way and then bill divers re-rise does a much better job with because i am always saying this about re-rise anyway um basically just know the game was really big and because of how it was like built it's weird because there are implications in the second season that give you more background on, like, where L-Divers come from. Like, because in the first series, it's just like, oh, no, the game just spontaneously made them. In the second series, as we learn, it's actually uh, sort of like... <sighs> How do I even explain this? Because you, you've, se you've seen Re-Rise, right? Nope. Oh, you haven't seen Re-Rise? Oh. So... Um... What happened was L divers actually come from an alien planet. Excuse me. <laughs> so there is uh, okay, a big rewrite spoiler. So on rewrite, you, do you know the thing with rewrite how they are on an alien planet, like a real one? I do now. Oh, okay. So yeah. <laughs> so six in rewrite. They uh -huh. appear to... So, when they are playing Bill Divers in that game, they end up finding, like, this weird message, and they are able to... Like, it transports them into an instance of a game. That was at least what they think. What it actually has done is it has rematerialized them playing the game into another extraterrestrial world. And mm -hmm. the characters don't realize this at first, so everything they're doing in their mobile suits is actually being done, like, for reals on this planet. And we learn that this planet was actually... Like, help built up by, like, an ancient civilization, and this ancient civilization has a bunch of people who look like the L-Divers, and basically the game, the, the GBN, the game, has somehow, like, been in communication with, like, the planet. I'm not remembering the exact details, but basically they're in communication with each other, and in reality, the L-Divers are, like, sort of transferred, like, forms of these ancient alien beings, like, their their consciousness being stored as data but then being like transmitted into the game so instead of just spontaneous ai they're kind of just reincarnations of like weird old aliens it fucking rules i love this twist because nothing in in the original series goes on this and i think the series have different writers so it makes sense that they just went in a completely different direction but it's so funny to me anyway uh yeah so may is one of these weird electronic life forms right uh-huh uh and I, they, I do want to point out the 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 model number here is great because it's the her dash self yes. mobile doll May. That's very good. Um, so the what the mobile dolls are kind of originally are, so when they're in the game, they actually are seen as people, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, but they also the 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 existence of the mobile dolls, uh, kind of 
they can both so the mobile dolls can be used in the real world so that they can like interface with the real world so they can like transfer their consciousness into this gunpla though usually their real life ones look like as you can see like the real version there right Mm -hmm. But then there's also the MS mode, which is how she is typically seen in the game when she is in her, like, robot body within the game. Uh, which is a really cool robot, because I just like, look, I just like androids also. Here's the thing, I like good. robots. She looks sick. She's got a cool design, is the thing. I like the way they do the hair with, like, you know, just, like, the segmented armor hair. Um, mm -hmm. She's basically wearing, like, her real self outfit, but, like, transferred, so, like, like into, like, more, like, you know more androidy like parts that are look like they're from a robot um she's just got a cool design but yeah she pilots the uh she actually pilots it's weird she pilots from within the wadom though in this body and she is able to use this body as sort of a combat mode basically for like if the wadom gets damaged mm -hmm. which she does because this her her robot body here has a fucking a, a gun just a gun. She has handguns, which I think is really funny. Like, again, they're beam guns, but just the idea... Because it's a person, it's so much different feeling when she just whips out a gun. Um, She does have beam sabers built into the forearms as well, which I think are really cool. And she actually has beam shields mounted on the shoulders. They kind of look like the F91-style beam shields. Um, And she can, like, you know, just turn them on on the shoulder, uh, which is also really cool. Uh, and yeah, so she pilots this from within. Yeah, Build Divers Rerise is kind of wild, if you didn't gather. Uh, there's a reason I like it after I thought Build Divers was one of the... What, so bad because it was boring, right? That's the problem yeah. with Build Divers. It's not like... Like, like try... Build, Build Fighters Try was bad, but I still finished it. Because I still wanted to finish it. I got bored of Build Divers, which is like the most damning thing I can say about a series. Because then I just don't even feel like finishing it. Mm-hmm. I like the re-rise a lot, though, um, especially because the weird implication that these are, like, weird alien, like, reincarnations of alien consciousnesses transmitted, like, from another planet. Um, it's it's wild. Uh, it's also got some time travel involved because they acknowledge that the planet is, like, 37 light years away, which means that, technically speaking, like, everything they are doing is 37 years in the past because of that. Because a, a big event happens on the planet, right? Mm -hmm. And it actually affects the real world. Like, it causes, like, almost like an EMP to happen. And everyone's like, whoa, what the hell? And it's like, oh, a supernova or, like, some kind of nova-like event occurred in, you know, a far away, you know, like, 37 light-year away galaxy. So that must mean it happened 37 years ago. All kinds of weird implications by this. It's great. I love it. Science fiction shit that I love that is somehow in Gundam through the fucking build show of all things. It's so good. Anyway, sorry. I'm gushing because I like it. And I just think the mobile doll may is a cool design. Uh, yeah, and also, uh, other thing that you may or may not know, when she's in the real world because she's in a mobile doll body, she's tiny. <laughs> That's great. Yep. Uh, she lives with, um, have you seen Bill Diver's original at all? I've seen some of it, yeah. You know the very gay character, Maggie? Yeah. Uh, he's her guardian in the real world, so she just lives at his gay bar that he runs IRL. I I, th I think we've talked about it on the show before, yeah. but it is the worst thing, the worst thing about Maggie, it's not like, it. it's, probably the worst thing about Maggie is actually some implications of how they treat the character, but to me the worst thing is the fact that the avatar is just like, 
terrible cringe gay and then actual Maggie the real world person is really hot and cool. Yeah. He also <laughs> in real life looks like a 90s anime character cuz he's got like some fucking like Dean Angel hair happening and he's got sunglasses clipped onto his chest. I mean it's... he t- he looks he looks stunning. No, yeah, no, he's great. Love him. <laughs> And again, not it's not even shy about the gay bar, right? Because they they call him, you know, Mama-san, which you know tie into certain like gay bars in real life in Japan, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, uh, Maggie rules. Like Maggie rules in spite of the character, right? Like in spite of like them being uh, like doing joke bullshit with Maggie. Maggie just rules. Anyway, yeah. Maggie has built also a, a tiny like bar area for her to sit at. <laughs> Which is so good. Like she just sits like a, like a, like how a normal human would at a bar. But it's but she has like a tiny stool that that he has made for her and like a tiny like bar. It's don't talk to me or my daughter ever again. That's great. Mm-hmm. I believe he's also the one who makes her clothes. Which you'll see her uh, like when she's like dressed up IRL. She wears like this fancy Victorian dress because he's just like well she's kind of like a small doll. So I guess I'll give her doll clothes. Um, which I just think is fun. Uh, Look, the the comedy with her is great. Uh, She also tries uh, signaling a taxi and they ignore her because she's a small little, like, gun gun plus size thing trying to, like, signal a taxi. She's, like, yelling because she's trying to get a taxi to notice her. It's so funny. (sighs) I like Re-Rise a lot. I, uh, I, I, my compulsion is I have to finish Rise before I'm allowed to watch Re-Rise. That's fair. But this is, you are giving me, you're giving me a reason to push through some more. Yeah. I, I personally really like Rewrite. It's not like earth shattering, but here's the thing. I don't expect a build show to be earth shattering. I just want it to be fun. And I just want to care about the characters. That's all I ask. Like mm-hmm. I can remember the characters from Rewrite. Like I can remember names without having to look them up because like in original build divers, let me tell you, I know there's a guy named Riku who is the main character. And I don't remember any other character's name. I remember Maggie because Maggie's a character that you can remember. Um, I can't tell you anyone's name. You can hold a gun to my head, and I could not tell you. I would, I would be dead because I couldn't tell you anyone's name. Uh, you should I, be able to. You should Yane, be able to do the one ninja, more. Or Yame, the ninja. I know and that. And you should be able to know one more. There's one more that I think you will. You will be like, okay, you should have known that. Okay, let's see. You've got the blonde-haired best friend kid. Uh huh. Who cares? Kapoor. Oh, Momo. But that's only because I because yep, of the Momo exactly. Kapool. That's exactly why you should. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. I I, I think I re- I associate like the, here's the thing. I only know it because she names her mobile suit after it though, and her mobile suit is cute. But I I wouldn't te- remember technically, her name. Technically, the name is better than you think because her name is Momo Ka, which is Momo Kapool. Oh. It's, it's even better. But uh, I don't remember the elf boy's name, and I should. He has a Ichi pun with his name. He has Ichi in his name. Is it? Goichi? Koichi. Oh, oh it's Koichi. Cares? Okay. I know be, the reason why is because in game he his his he has like Ko and Dash 1 as his name. Uh it, like I can kind of remember it because of the pun. I will never be able to tell you the best friend's name still though. What about Tiger Wolf? <laughs> I I know who that is now that you say it. I wouldn't have been able to tell you the name. Meanwhile, in Build Divers, just out of my memory, we've got Hiroto, the main character. We've got Kazami, who I fucking love. We have Mei, who I love. We have Par. Uh, I don't... I think his name, his real name is, like, Patrick. Uh, I don't remember his full name, but Par. Par, Par is what everyone calls him, so... Hmm. Um, 
And hell, uh, fucking Hirota's best friend, IRL, Hinata. I remember her. Um, okay, I remember well, Freddy, okay. because Freddy's a little a little guy, and he's great. Like, I can Go remember ahead. characters in Re-Rise. Here, here's a fun one. What's the name of the character who pilots the GP Rise Teuton and also the Ogre Jinx? It, 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 is this in-game name just Ogre? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, cool i guess like i guess i remember that too but like not really because the guy's a red oni and his name is ogre Ooh, jazz hands anyway Listen, sometimes you just type in a name and character creation just thinking like whatever i'm just gonna test the game out hey and look then, it worked then, for tekken <laughs> yeah that's 60 60 hours later you're like shit i really should have thought more about this name i have tekken a character ogre my character, I have a, um, I was just testing out the class in Lost Ark, but I actually may end up playing the Assassin, because there's one where you build, a, like, a demon meter and turn into a demon, and it's fun. But I was just fucking around while showing it to my friends, so the character is named McDaniels. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I didn't know what to expect there. I was like, is it just going to be Assassin? No. McDaniels. Good. <laughs> you know. All right. You know how it is. Anyway. I'm rambling about a show now, and this is not a show review podcast, so uh, I think that means we're done. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, uh, though. Well, mm, hang on. Mm. We could talk about a related suit to the herself mobile doll May. Uh, what, we? Sarah? Yeah, I mean, are we ever going to talk about Sarah anywhere else? Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Um, Related to the mobile doll May, uh, Sarah is the L-Diver from Build Divers. Uh. She has her own robot form. Uh, I mean, it's it's cute robot form, but it is, yeah. It's, it's not bad. Yeah, like I I think the mobile dolls are just cool. Here's the thing: I want to be a robot, so the mobile dolls to me are just cool anyway. Because I'm like, damn, I wish I looked like that. And here's here's the really fucked up thing, right? Mm -hmm. Their own description of it is like, oh, and when the herself mobile doll May came out, like, oh, it was really popular and people thought it looked really cool and it may have inspired a whole new category for Gunpla. And the fucked up thing is I'm looking at it. I'm like, I mean, it should. <laughs> it's yeah, really no, cool. Look, look, here's the thing. Again, the thing is, these are better. Like, so some people might just go, well, isn't that just an MS girl? No, because they're robots. They have robot faces. This, they they asked Ipe Gyobu to make a girl. The, yeah, and it's Ipe, rules. like fucking I, Ipe made a girl, like just a girl. That's you, you know, like but like as a robot, like has the joints and has like a, a, a face with like no features and has like glowing blue eyes and like the hair is redone into the style of like you know like what you would expect on a mech, including like vents and stuff. And the bangs part for a forehead jewel. It rules. Yeah, it's great. Um. And like even on the even on the Sarah one, even though I think the May one is cooler, I like that how like the dress is done like how Gundam does like skirts, like you have like distinct side skirts on the dress and like a front mm -hmm. skirt. Um, you know it's it's fine, it's cool. Yeah, um, I would I will totally buy both of these whenever they make them again, which it's been a while. Yep. Um. Yeah. No. I look again. I m me me. I'm the one who's like. So here's unrelated unit. Uh, I talk about the Alexander. One reason I like the Alexander is the Alexander just kind of has like this face thing going on too, right? Like just like mm -hmm. I, I like that like the smooth like has like the features uh, almost like of a human, like you know like a a sort of bump for like a nose and stuff like molded in. 
but like on a very like minimalistic kind of robot-y way. I just think that's a cool look for a robot to be have well humanoid. Anyway, yeah, so that's the Sarah also. Sarah gets one too. Um, it's also the herself because I, I'm glad they're all herself. Um, I will say with the mobile little Sarah also, I I don't know if Ife was going for this, but looking at like the design of like the rear skirt and stuff, I do wonder if he was drawing off the G Lucifer at all for this. But anyway, just mentioning that. I mean, that. The, the the rear skirt looks more quebbly to me, but I don't know the G Lucifer very well. Um, here. Uh, we're not going to talk about the G Lucifer. Yeah, we're not here, going folks. to. Don't worry, it's a whole whole yeah. different can of worms. I guess it's not it's just... entirely, but like I don't know, like. I guess it's, you know what the problem is? It's just because they're both Ipe designs, I think, is what's mm. happening in my head. And I was conflating them because of that. My mm. brain's like, mm, Ipe designs. Thing is, Ipe is a good designer. Anyway. Yeah. It looks more quebbly to me, but. That's fair. I can see it now that you mentioned that too, especially with the fence on top. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so six. Now, mm, we could have a question time. Do we want to just timestamp a question time in this episode, or do we want to do that in the next episode? Because we record. Let's let's take the chance that the next episode will be less spoilery and it'll be easier for folks. Yeah, that way they don't have to skip around. Okay, yeah, because I imagine there are going to be people that listen to the Wadom and haven't listened to any of this right now, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the multi-layer levels of spoiler warnings, because everyone knows about the Wadom pod, so that one doesn't feel as bad. But then everything about the mobile dolls and me going into this plot there. Very big spoilers, and I think people being surprised by that would be way more fun. Mm-hmm. So, very big spoiler warning this episode on that. Yep. All right. Uh, so, well, Dylan, where can people find you on the internet then? Uh, you can find me at lowpolyrobot on twitter.com. Uh, Six, where can people find you on the internet and your content? Uh, well, you can find me on Twitter.com at SixDetmar, S-I-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. I will note, if you want to send questions or listener requests for us to cover for the show, that's where you'd send them. My DMs are open. I, I welcome all. Um, I always I always feel like I have to then couch that. I don't have to couch that. You, I don't have to say, please don't abuse me. You know that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like... I don't think anyone listening's gonna be a dickhead, and if you are, please don't be a dickhead. But yeah, I mean, and also if you if you are us saying please don't be a dickhead is not gonna change your yeah, mind. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it's, it's a futile <laughs> attempt. There's no point. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, huh. Uh, also, you can find my work at scanlinemedia.com or patreon.com slash scanlinemedia. Uh, and friends and folks, until next time, I had absolutely nothing prepared. Um, wow, I really, I really am hating what Google's giving me. It's really bad. Um, it's not like nothing offensive. Uh, okay, we're just going to say universe. <laughs> Thanks, Harry. <laughs> ピネツが冷めないまま。うつむく少年の瞳は心の海見つめて静かに微笑んでる。生まれくるもの消えてゆくもの全ては定めの。<音楽>